You're listening to Wisdom of One. You've got nowhere to hide and nowhere to run. You've got charisma of 20, but a wisdom of one. So when last we spoke, you guys had just walked up on a village... This village has a nice uh, wooden wall around the outside. There are multi-story buildings protected by the wall. There are a number of kind of humanoid wolf creatures that have been running on all fours and twos. And and you've been trying to trade a corpse to them for some reason? We're returning Thunderbutt to his family, to his loving family. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of weird because, like, I feel like... None of the people here look at all like Thungren, and so then I'm kind of wondering... Well, but think about our family. <laughs> We've got everybody, Sean and me, the, everyone is attractive and in good shape, and then th- then there's you. So it's like... It's... <laughs> Sometimes we're the black wolf dog human person of the family. Yeah. Recessive genes, you know. And I don't ever remember seeing, you know, a, a bloody handprint as one of Thungren's sigils. I don't think I remember seeing anything like that on him at all. Like, he's got a lot of tattoos, but I don't see any bloody handprints. Maybe he had terrible handwriting. That also runs in our family. It's kind of weird. I feel like I'm almost suspecting that maybe you were lying to me. (laughs) Why would I lie to you? Ever. For any reason. (laughs) I think to recall he left some bloody handprints at some point in touching the wall. He's left those, though. And on Dagon's heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that part's kind of (laughs) true. Yeah, have you really looked at your heart to see if the bloody handprint is there? Mm. Yeah, and so they kind of speak orcish, kind of, so we can sort of understand each other. Yes, you could sort of understand each other. It's a version of Orc, so it's going to be very basic, but it is understandable now that you've, I believe you cast a spell to recognize it originally, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And you can hear some squealing uh, off in the woods. Uh, Aerosmith? Three of the, the larger, the warrior types that you found in the woods return to the party, and they are dragging the smaller one that shot an arrow at you, Dagon. <clears throat> They're dragging him and, and snapping their teeth at him and he's cringing and they drag him in front of you. Sorry, Sturt, sorry. And he's like showing his belly and showing his neck uh, up at you. Oh, oh, it's okay. You just thought I was a bad guy. And I gumped, I'm on all fours and I'm like scratching his belly and stuff and, you know, like giving him pets behind the ears. It's okay. I forgive you, but I'm saying all of this in orcish. <laughs> I, I cannot be released until you do the ceremonial butt sniff. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. Okay, okay, um, sure, let, let, let me, um, okay, so- Somebody get an iPhone, I need a camera, I need a picture of this. <laughs> so, I'll just, um, sniff his butt, I guess, and then, and then, and then, and then, like, turn around and show my butt? You, okay. Because, like, you know, you want to reciprocate, right? <laughs> Dagan pulls his pants down in order to do that. <laughs> Oh, you can't smell it through the pants. Oh, okay, so if you remember last episode, I cast deafness. Can I also cast blindness and nose blindness? <laughs> Hello, 
<laughs> and the inability to feel through your skin. Yeah. So, so death, basically. Is what yeah, yeah. That sounds like a sensible solution at this point. <laughs> so uh, you sniff his butt, which isn't great. Um, <laughs> you don't seem to get out of it what, uh, what a canine species might. Uh, and then he sniffs your butt, and all of the other creatures are like, He has done the butt-sniffing of forgiveness. <laughs> wait, wait. I would like to show respect to his butt-sniffing of forgiveness by, by loosing the urine of respect. <laughs> I, I didn't hear any of that. The fucking Skype just cut out again. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry about it. Just let it happen. It's like a warm mist. <laughs> oh. Um... <laughs> I only have one joke that appears in my head, and it's not appropriate at this. <laughs> Yay! We can be friends now! And the, the really big creature that had been speaking with you uh, at the beginning is uh, probably a good head or so taller than all the rest and is just super massive. And she has, uh, she has uh, six chest plate bra attachments for her six nipples. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And rears up. The pack is back again, and everything is as it should be. Who are you, strange creatures? We're not trading anything for your terrible meat. Oh well, well, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to trade him. I, I thought he was, you know, your family, because my friend over there, the, the really ugly, tall, hairless one, you know, who looks like really creepy, like he's. <laughs> I hope you don't take offense, and I don't mean this in any racist sort of way, but you all look the same to me, so I can't really tell the difference. Sorry. I hope that's not offensive. I am Skankra, your lord and savior. These are my dim-witted assistants. Please take us to food, mead, and civilization. Oh my god. And do you speak orc? Yeah, hell yeah I do. Okay, and I'm just trying to think, because Dagon cast the spell to understand the language... I'm wondering how fair it is that you understand it automatically. Also, he he can't understand anything because he's deaf. (laughs) He cast deafness on himself. (laughs) What would make you think that what I was going to say would be different whether or not I heard what you were saying or not? (laughs) How would you know that we were speaking Orcish? Because you were talking, and I assume you don't know any other languages. See previous statement. You cast deafness on yourself, therefore you cannot hear anything, including me. (laughs) Yeah, but I assume that since your lips are flapping and you're butt sniffing, you're probably using one of your dumb languages, so I took a guess. (laughs) How long does deafness last? An hour? I think once the ears start ringing, it's already kind of too late to turn back at that point. So she says, Uh, Alpha, your tail is speaking words to us. You're welcome to come in and speak and partake of the hunt, but tell your tale to mind his place. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to, to do that. And I just wouldn't trust him with anything valuable. So if you have, like, valuable things, just make sure he can't see it. Mm. I'll try to keep him under wraps here. I, I turn around to Skankra and go, Roof! 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 <laughs> oh, Dagon, are you frustrated? Are you frustrated, Dagon? What you're telling me is that your tail is a bad boy? He is a bad boy. He's a very bad boy. <sighs> bad. We only allow good boys in Hondiments. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just have to wait outside. 
In the kennel. We can chain him up. It's, it's so funny. I can't quite hear you. Please pull my sleigh a little closer so I can get the conversation. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot you were uh, you were still on the Travoy. So Kaylee and Runnis are just watching you. You guys have just been like growling at each other for five minutes. And then there was some dithrobing and then some butt sniffing uh so what's happening are we attacking or no 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 we're like um friends now uh, uh they, basically they think that we're a pack and i i'm i'm obviously the alpha and uh you know the tail is is skankrot because he's you know lame and and stupid but like we're gonna be able to go inside it and have some food and like join the hunt and it'll be fun um, okay. She puts her, her dagger back and it kind of relaxes and, and Runnis says, uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Runnis just starts dragging you towards the, the main gate of the Palisades, uh, which they open up for you guys and you go into the town of Hondaments. Hondaments? Hondaments. You put them on your hot dog. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you see that there are uh, red symbols over uh, each of the buildings. They appear to be wearing mostly leathers and furs and, and have rudimentary technology where it's stone-based. But they have multiple-story buildings, and in the center of town, there's a three-story sort of a tower, and the leader, the alpha female, beckons at you and says, Follow Lyrefro. Me, that's my name. I'm a good girl. <laughs> Lyrefro. Good girl. Oh, you are a good girl. I'm a good boy. Yes, I am. I'm a, such a good girl. Yes, I am. <laughs> I think I might be in hell. <laughs> It's like somebody waved a magic dumb wand and like made everybody as dumb as Dagon. No, everybody's friendly and cuddly and we're all good boys and girls. <laughs> I think I might need to burn it down. <laughs> if you touch these people, I will tear you into tiny little pieces. I'm not kidding. I don't care about this freaking podcast or anything. I will murder you dead if you hurt these people. I'll take your character sheet. I'll burn it. I'll compost it. And I'll fucking send it to the Antarctic where the fucking penguins can be terrorized. You fucking Nazi piece of shit. I swear to God. Uh-huh, yeah, I'm sorry. Your threats are falling on deaf ears. <laughs> so she uh, points around the village and is sending groups of warriors to various tasks. Sturt is following along behind you guys, uh, kind of off to the right and about 10 feet behind, sort of a submissive body posture, but everyone seems to be ignoring him. Uh, and you approach the wooden tower in the center. And the female turns to you and says, Now I show you 
good boy of Hondaments. He upstairs looking at things. Oh, I want to look at things and meet good boy. What's his name? Him name Liar Monoke. Liar Monoke? Well, I get part of that. Him good boy of Hondaments. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm honored to meet Liar Monoke. But, um, this liar is not okay over here. Me no get wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> and she bounds off into another crowd of other wolf creatures and starts bossing them around. Cool. You're left alone at the bottom of the tower. There's kind of a rudimentary staircase leading up. Well, I, I, I'll like, you know, run up the stairs real fast and meet Liar Minoke. <laughs> Uh, boom, 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 boom. Okay, so no one stops you. Skankra, so you've been observing all of this and you're able to make out what's going on mostly just by body language about how Dagan is reacting. <laughs> Dagan's pretty easy to read. So what do you do? What do you want to do? Well, I think I'm looking for any semblance of civilization, not dumb poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. So I think while Dagan is talking to Liar, I'm going to like search this building as best I can for anything that is not poor and boring. Okay. Yeah. There are no guards or anything like you'd expect in the civilized world where people are used to robbing each other and murder. They would have armed guards, but here, for some reason, they're rather trusting, it seems like. so Because they have nothing of value. <laughs> they're just taking up space and time. <laughs> you want to just search the piles of random crap? Yeah, I mean, I, it's more about like, I want to search the building. Are there any ah. secret passageways? Or okay. I mean, obviously, like, if I see something that I want, great. But like, if this is the center of town, this is like where the interesting stuff is. I want to see if I can find the interesting stuff. Okay. Uh, do you tell me? I can help look for secret doors and stuff if that's helpful. Yeah! Yeah, that is helpful. Thank you, assistant. Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, I forget. Am I still manic? Uh, I guess not. It's been a whole episode, even though it's been just a couple minutes. <laughs> Sean doesn't have the energy to carry off the manic thing for two episodes straight, I don't think. <laughs> so, okay. She uh, starts investigating the stairs and the walls around the outside, looking at seams, tapping on things, taking her time because there's no hurry. But she comes back and says, I don't see any like areas that don't make sense geometrically. Like there aren't any voids in the walls or anything. So I don't think there's any hidden traps or secret doors or anything. Okay. Uh, is there anything that seems magical? Hmm. I am not the one who would... Uh, oh, you're asking her or, or are you doing a scan for magic? Uh, yes. I'm not really the one to ask about that kind of thing. Hmm. Like if I investigate and just look for anything that looks magic-y... If only you had something you could look through that would show you what magic looks like. Uh, I am magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a ring of make me somewhat competent artificially. I can just do it. True wisdom always leads us to please Paylor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have the most incredible spell. It's called stopping a conversation dead. <laughs> Thank you.
Can I cast, he thinks he's making noise, but he's not. Can I cast mute? Mute, right. Yeah, you have blindness and deafness, but you have mute. Maybe I can just like combine them. I don't know what it is, but uh, anyway. Yeah, so I might as well just sort of like wander around the town looking for anything that doesn't bore me. Okay. Well, I mean, Kaylee has looked for hidden yeah. doors or something, but you haven't examined all the rooms of the tower. Yeah, all right. Let me just run through the tower and look for shit. Okay. Am I at the top yet? So Skankra, I assume you're doing like a detect magic kind of thing? Yeah, or I guess that would be like an arcana or an investigation. Yeah. So uh, roll that and whichever one you're better at. Okay. Uh, 21. Beautiful. So there are some faint elements of, of nature magic in some of the piles of junk, but nothing that says like um, anything of power, right? It's like, it's all passive, vaguely medicinal and healing. It's like the kind of thing, like if you wore this cloak for the rest of your life, it would help against colds or something, you know, that level of magic, all positive, but nature magic. But at the very top of the tower, ah, we're getting Okay, good. You sense a very powerful aura of magic and a lot more focused and a lot more intentional than, again, this sort of passive positivity. All right. Well, passive positivity could not possibly be more distasteful. Let's be active negativity and head up to whatever that is. Okay. So, Dagan, you lumbered to the top of the stairs. At the top is a large room, windows facing in all directions. You have a beautiful view of treetops of the forest. Yeah. And then you can, in the distance, you can see mountain ranges, and it's striking. There is a thin wolf-like creature, rather short, much, much smaller than, well, than you and much smaller than the alpha female. It has a greenish cloak and is leaning on a staff, but doesn't look very strong. Looks very kind of uh, physically frail, I suppose. Uh, he turns around and he says, Welcome. I heard the howl of acknowledgement of good boy. Welcome to Hondaments. What is your smell? Hi! Hi! You're li Liar Minoki, right? That is my smell, yes. Oh, uh, my smell is Dagon? <laughs> yeah, my smell is Dagon. That, that's what my smell is. Pleased to meet you, Dagon. It is fantastic to meet another creature that is not exactly like my brothers and sisters. Yeah, I, I feel feel the same way. Uh, you guys have such an interesting uh, city here, or I don't know if you call it a city, but like, I was wondering, what do you see around you? Like, what other towns and peoples do you interact with? And like, do you travel far? Or tell me everything. I want to know about all your whole story. You have a cool little staff you got going on there. I I'd like to know everything. Okay. He sits down on a cushion and gestures for you to sit down as well, right as Skankra pants and uh, gasps his way up the stairs. By the way, Skankra, you are also continuing to be extra tired and extra weak due to whatever the heck's happening, and you can't get a solid breath, so you start coughing halfway up your stairs, and you get a little dizzy, and you have to pause, and then you make your way back up. Oh no, did Skankra turn 40? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Dagan sits cross-legged and, like, looks up expectantly, like, really excited and kind of just, like, 
waiting to hear a cool story. Yeah, Dagon rolled trigger exposition. <laughs> all right. So first of all, he uh, extends a frail and somewhat tremulous hand to one of the walls where there is a painting three feet by three feet on skin that looks a lot like a map. Ah, oh, finally! <laughs> and so he points to it and says, This is the known world. Master sent us to live in the woods, and he told us we were good boys, good boys, but we needed to give him space, and we were sad, but we're good boys, we're, we're good boys, and we help Master with his work sometimes, and sometimes we hide, and I listen to the forest and the wind, and listen for the small meanings of things as they float around. But I'm a good boy, and we're good boys. Oh, you are good boys. Who, who is Master? Master, and he points to the uh, upper right of the map area, and you can see it's pretty crudely drawn, but it's pretty good for someone who has paws for hands. It looks like a castle turret, potentially, up in the mountain range, and you can see dots leading away. It looks looks like paths. Master lives in the tree of stone, and he does his work, and we help. We're, we're good. We're good boys. Oh. Sometimes we bring him things, and sometimes he throws things, and we, we bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> throws them again and we bring them back again we're good good boys oh what what do you bring him many things sometimes they are things from a door that isn't there and we bring them back to him and sometimes he throws them and then we bring them back <laughs> sometimes we find things and we roll in them so that he can enjoy the smell but then he says bad boy and we are sad Dagon does that too <laughs> oh no so where is this door that isn't there well, he points to the map. There's a little section there, and you can see a little thing that says Master's Door, and it's built into the side of the mountain, but he points in the direction that you guys came from. It's past the evil tree that smells bad, and then past the hunter who smells suspicious. Not anymore, he doesn't. <laughs> so wait a minute. What does Master look like? Does he look like you? Master is, is handsome and tall and perfect and smells good and gives us treats sometimes and belly rubs. And one time I was sick and Master gave me a medicine that made me all better. Master could do anything. Oh, does he have a beard or is he... Uh, he doesn't seem to know which, exactly what you mean by beard. Ronis, get up here! <laughs> That's a really long staircase. I'll be there in a minute. So a beard is like, you know, how... Wait, do I have hair? I don't have hair. 
I have like a mustache. So like I explained that it's like this, but all on my whole face, not just here. Also, you know, everywhere. Oh, he has a tail on his face. Yes. Yes. Wow, way to figure out how to define beard. <laughs> and now we know how this guy's facial hair is arranged. That'll be important to the story. <laughs> you shut your fucking face. Can't wait to apply that knowledge. Can he see with his eyes or does he not see with his eyes? Yes, he sees all. Master sees all and knows all. He is master. Master is great. I'm a good boy. Does he wear a black cloak with like a white hand on it? No, no. Uh, no. Does he seem a tad racist? <laughs> <laughs> that is far too complex for a good boy. I'm a good boy. Master is tall like the trees and never wears black fur. Always brown and many sharp claws of metal uh, on him. Master is mysterious, but he is great. Master knows everything. Oh, do you think we could meet Master? Of course. Master sometimes says, go away, go away, bad boy. But other times he says, come here, good boy. Master is mercurial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ye of inconsistent vocabulary. <laughs> he points to the map. There's a river system, a path that leads up to uh, a tower that says the word master next to it. A number of details like smells like metal, smells like frogs. Hidden bridge is something you have to cross over to get to the master. And then there's also a town between where you are, Hondaments, and master's town tower called Oxbow and it says smells like work and smells like fish next to the town of Oxbow uh, but that picture looks a lot like a standard town okay work and fish pass <laughs> let's go kill I mean meet master if you sent to hell by an area spell it's a gamble for your life if you're facing No, I thought we were going to stop after season one, too. go meet master whenever but we must not go until master says come here good boy until then we are bad boy so we stay here and wait for master to tell us we are good boy oh well i think you're always a good boy Aww. but yeah let's go meet master let's let, let's go let you know shouldn't we like just go meet master yes let's go kill steal from i mean meet master oh my god so Skankra, uh, since you had started that magic detection sort of process, now that you're up here, you get a very strong sense of powerful magic. The staff that this creature is holding is uh, imbued with all kinds of spells and enhancements. 
there are, are a number, well, a number, a number being two. There are two heavy leather-bound books on one side of the room that's put up on a, a tree stump, clearly a working table of some sort. And you see all kinds of, um, you know, a lot of natural powders and feathers and herbs and just shelves and shelves of them. So clearly a magical practitioner works in this room. Let me see your stick. Give me your stick. Good boy. Give me your stick. No! No! You will not touch his stick! You will leave it here! Don't let this bad boy talk you out of your staff! I've got a ball! I've got a ball! He's a bad boy! I've got a ball! Leave his stick here! Don't listen to him! Here's the ball! I do! I'll throw it! Oh, please! I do also want the ball! I will get it and bring it back! <laughs> yes! Yes! Leave your stick! It'll slow you down! He hands you the stick. He's not protective of it, particularly. He sits back down on the cushion. He looks at you for the first time kind of closely, and you can sense that he is doing a magic inquisition on you, or he is uh, studying your powers. We're doing magical butts sniffing exactly <laughs> spiritual butt sniffing does the staff have any like buttons i can press that it, it does anything <laughs> do i know how to use it buttons uh go ahead and do a um an arcana perhaps okay Ooh, ooh, 25 whoa so you can tell that this staff has been filled with spells basically like a spell slot where someone casts a spell it's captured within this staff and then it can be released at any point with a very minor amount of magical will and so what that would allow you to do is be able to cast more spells than you are actually allowed to you know you can use your own personal spell slots and or use the ones that are saved within the staff. Now, since you don't follow the rules about limiting how many spells you have. Yeah, I was I was going to ask, what what is this spell slot? What is this limit <laughs> word you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So can't tell how many spells, but you do get the shape and purpose of some of them. There's a pretty major healing spell that's in there. Uh, there's one that you know will cause uh, entangle and capture, and then there's another one that you feel like has some tie to lightning. Ooh. There's some pretty high-level spells going on here. Are there any plants in the room? In the room? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some uh, flowers and herbs that are actively growing in, like, a carved-out bowl with uh, soil in it. I mean... No! 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 No, I will not fucking allow you to do this and steal this man's freaking staff. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to let you fucking just, like, roll over every little kind. They're helping us. What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Jesus, Murphy. And as you're struggling with your inner demons, from a distance you can hear a wolf howl, but it's filled with pain and terror and not just the overall malaise that most wolf howls have. You all suddenly there's chaos in the village. The people are running around, gathering weapons, running outside. The alpha female is bellowing and everyone runs outside. You can see, because you're nice and up high and you have windows everywhere, you can see one form dragging another form to the main gate. One form is filled with arrows, four or five arrows, and clearly dead. And the other one is wounded and limping and dragging towards the main gate. And the whole pack has just run down. And Liar 
Claire gets up and slowly sort of limps towards the stairs and, and heads down. Hold on, we'll be, we'll be there in a second. Dagan, like, grabs the staff and gives it to him so he can walk better. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, you want to do a strength contest? He doesn't seem to be interested in getting the staff back, honestly. He looked at Skankra in the eyes, measured him up, and... And knew I was a good person, that I was a good boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <true>. God. <laughs> <laughs> Belly rubs from heaven. See, dogs are very intuitive. They know if I weren't a good boy, he wouldn't have given me the staff. I think maybe the bad boy is the one pointing fingers. <laughs> Eat a pile of dicks. Doesn't sound like a thing a good boy would say. Okay, well, Dagan runs down the stairs so he can help. So you get to the bottom. By the time you get there, the pack has sort of made a circle around the wounded soldier and the dead one, and they're all sort of howling and whining. And... The alpha female. I've gotten confused by their names. They're both Liar. The Liar Monoke is the magic user. And Liar Vro is the alpha female who is this giant, huge, muscle-bound So creature. when they're together, are their pants usually on fire? Or is there some sort of a... Uh... <laughs> ah. And the telephone wires yeah. are involved. Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> mm -hmm. that, I got that. There was humor in that statement. That's because it was a pop culture from like 1940 <laughs> when Scott understands things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so as she's, what happened? How this happened? The other surviving soldier. We went on a sniff about on the southeast to see if path to fish smell is still open and group of humans attack and we try to say we good boys but they <laughs> shoot us and they take two brothers and put them in a box with holes and they kill this one were you close <laughs> very close we pack mates litter mates but we no good with names smells like dead now oh no well, we gotta go rescue them. So the dead creature has a number of arrows sticking in him. He's definitely dead. There's nothing you're gonna insight out of that. But inside one of his curled up hands, you see a tuft of paper sticking out. It looks like a page that's been torn and it hasn't fallen out of his dead hand, even though he's been dragged for who knows how long through the woods. Mm, what's it say? Okay, so you reach down, pull out of his hand. And you can read, right? Why don't we give it to the literate person? <laughs> Fuck all of you! Yes! My intelligence is average! <laughs> it appears to be a proclamation of some sort, uh, printed, not handwritten, and most of it has been torn off, but at the top you can see, Thou shalt not suffer an abomination to live. And there's a, a symbol, like a, maybe a sun. It's an eight-pointed star or sun symbol. Wait a minute. Is that fucking Runnus? I show it to Runnus. Uh, Do you recognize this star thing? Yes, that's the sign of the Dawn Father. 
Palor the blessed and permissive, but thou shalt not suffer an abomination to live. Uh, those words are not spoken in my faith. Palor would never judge a creature on such a level. Heck, he even lets me work with Skankra. <laughs> but that is indeed one of the symbols, not commonly used, but is one of the symbols of Palor. Hmm. Well, guess we gotta kill Dagon. Paylor said so. <laughs> uh, so the wolf pack is crying and um, and howling. They drag the dead one off into the woods and soak him in the urine of respect. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start gathering all their weapons. Yeah, okay. I'm ready to go. Let's go fucking fight these false gods. Let's go find the guy who looks like he has money. <laughs> and Lyrevro pulls out, ooh, that's right, a giant long longsword off of her back and Skankra, that longsword is radiating magic. Ooh, I want that. You couldn't even lift it, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you gonna do with a longsword? Not give it to Dagon? <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, she pulls it up. The ten strongest warriors come with me for biting and scratching and making revenge. The rest stay here and protect the cubs. Okay, that's that's me. And the warriors all attack each other. There's biting and clawing, but uh, you notice that they're not actually doing any real damage, but it's pretty aggressive. But after a couple minutes of this, it's pretty clear who the winners and losers are. The losers give up, show their bellies and their throats, and then they all lick each other, sniff each other's butt, and then the losers go inside the uh, walls and they close off the gate. Yeah! Lyavro gets her giant sword and leads the ten down the path towards, that would be south east. Uh, Lyra Monoke waves his hand and there's a, a yellow light that comes from the eyes of the Alpha and also the Ten Warriors. And Dagon! And Dagon! <laughs> No, it doesn't affect you. Oh! But they all start looking around at the ground, and obviously they can see something that they couldn't see before, and they start immediately following and pretty much running at full speed. So, so is Dagon! So is Dagon! Okay. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. Somebody needs to pull my sleigh. <laughs> I can pull your sleigh. Thank you! But there's no way we're going to keep up with them. They're very fast. Well, maybe get some of them. Maybe we could go dog sled sort of a deal here. Oh my god. I mean, if you really want to be a good boy, you need to get a dog sled together. I know I am pure in the eyes of Paylor, so I have no need to be a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> He and Kaylee each take a side and they're moving as fast as they can. But it doesn't take very long for the pack to, you know, outdistance you. They're not waiting. Uh, so they're just whoosh, through the woods. And don't forget the floating disc with the plutonium hammers. Right. And what have you done with Thungren? Oh, well, I just figured since they were, you know, burying one of his other family members that I would just jump on that train and, 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 and put him next to it. Okay. But I'll like, you know, bury him a little bit also when they're not looking. So I don't want to offend them, you know, for their, their ritual. Okay. And I definitely loose the urine of respect. There you go. You must have loved that one. 
to show so much respect. And you're well hydrated. <laughs> I've been holding it for a while. I've been in the sleigh. They've been so slow. And, you know, I'm, I'm too classy just to uh, respect off the side of it as we're traveling. <laughs> I'm saving all my respect for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saving it till marriage. <laughs> I mean, Dagan, are you hanging back to stay with Kaylee and Skankra and Runnis? Or are you hurrying forward to try to stay with the pack? Because you might be able to keep up with them. What are you doing? Well, if it wasn't for that fucking ring or the neck collar or whatever bullshit. Oh, oh right. right. I would have forgotten that again. <laughs> and I, I would have put it in my pocket for when it was funniest. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay out ahead of the fucking Travoy. If three people were pulling it as opposed to two, we'd go much faster. <laughs> so I'm going to stay out ahead of the Travoy by like whatever the distance is that I can go without it getting angry at me. Okay. Yep. And I'm using the spanner, you know, with the predator vision just to keep track of where they went. Yeah. I assume it's not that hard to follow anyway, but... No, uh, 11 creatures moving at full speed is... They leave a pretty obvious path. But yeah, the, using heat, you can definitely tell where they are and everything. And they're moving in a pretty straight line. Skankra, you do still have the staff in your hand, by the way. Oh, nice. Dagan just got so excited <laughs> to, like, play with his new friends that he kind of forgot about that. Yeah, well... <laughs> I'll make good use of that. For for good, only for good. <laughs> only for good. <laughs> Jesus. You are heading through the woods, going as fast as you can. It's about midday so that you don't have to worry about you know, stumbling around in the dark or anything. In the distance, you can hear a sudden bunch of chaos, screaming and battle, obviously. Wolf howls, humans screaming. So there's fighting going on deep in the woods. And so everyone kind of rushes forward. By the time you get there, it looks like it's over. There are two human bodies. They appear to be peasant-looking guys, maybe hunters. They have leather cloaks on. They don't look like soldiers or anything. They look more like hunter-poacher types. And there's one dead wolf warrior. And then a big clearing and wagon ruts leading away. So something big happened here, all kinds of chaos. And then a wagon went away. Liar fro! Did you catch the wagon and did you rescue your friends? You're just yelling this out to the world? Oh, we're, are we not like next to them? Sorry, I probably described that badly. It is completely empty. There is one dead wolf, two dead humans, and nothing else. It is an empty clearing, and the clearing was made, obviously, by battle. Okay, so all that we see is just wagon. So, like, the humans won, and the wagon dragged the rest of them away, it seems. Yeah, that's how it seems. Ah, fuckers! Let's go! Let's get the fucking, you know, bastards and, and get them. Okay, and the, the wagon trail is going south through the woods. And there's also blood all over the place. Uh, Hold on, I want to search the humans first, see if they have anything interesting the humans have some pocket money thank you please and thank you probably 11 silver pieces okay great and one of them has a parchment that appears to be the full text of what you were reading before oh so the parchment says thou shalt not suffer an abomination to live with that symbol in the name of Almighty Paylor, the Dawnfather, and Her Holiness, Paolo III, she of the Violet Sash, the Shining Brotherhood has arrived to cleanse these lands of unholy scourge. All true and faithful adherents of the light are obligated to report abominations to Priestess Matea Hopkins. May his healing light land gently on your shoulder, yet scorch the eyes of the unworthy. What do you have to say for this? Yeah, you know, what is this? Like, 
they're twisting the words of, of, of your god. Know, seems pretty sensible. Why would you want abominations wandering around? Oh, oh my god. Life is much larger than birth and death, failure and success. You are the unblemished, pure, eternal self. Knowing this, you will walk like a king in the sight of the dawn, father. Nowhere are they talking about abominations, though. Technically, I'm not walking like a king. I'm riding like a king. <laughs> On a litter, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I have to speak to the head of the church. This makes no sense. I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, it seems fucking terrible. Like they're using the words of your god for, for like power and, and, and influence. I don't understand why anybody would do that with religion to like, you know, twist the words, you know, in order to make them be in control of weaker people. Like that just doesn't seem at all consistent with what religion is, right? That's certainly the first time it's ever happened in the history, for sure. <laughs> I could not agree more. And I think what that says is you haven't found- And so let's go get them before we somebody else tries to prophetize their shit you know, fucking made up religion to gain power over us. Uh, right, they haven't found the right religion. <laughs> Is it perhaps an order of some sort? Yes, yes, yes. It's, have you heard the good news of the Skankrasian order where all abominations serve Skankra? <laughs> all abominations welcome. You stole the diamond from my concubine of a wizard who could read your mind. You've got Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run You stole the gold from the dwarven graves Then got yourself lost in the cave